From Studio 102 in the scenic BBG Annex, it's the Hearts of Fire podcast. Podcast for the team at BioRidge Global. We're working every day to save and enhance lives through the healing power of human cells and tissue. I'm this week's host, David King, and I have a very special guest here today, Mr. Eddie Ensor. Yes, sir, and I've been called special men all my life. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So, as it turns out, Eddie and I are kind of neighbors. I didn't know this, that he lives in New Braunfels, too, but we were exchanging horror stories about how it's grown into a, you know, ridiculously large city. Um, tell me, though, where are you from originally? Okay. Originally, I was born in Leveland, Texas, and I grew up mostly in Odessa and then Fort Stockton. I graduated from high school in Fort Stockton. So, a West Texas kind of guy. Yep, I am. Windblown kind of West Texas guy. Yes. So what 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 do you do? What do you do for the organization now? Okay. Well, now I am a laboratory support specialist. And my main function is revising SOPs, writing SOPs, which our most recent project was the genius HIV one and two. You know, it's in the confirmatory lab, which is now part of laboratory services. So uh, that's the latest one. I wrote all the SOPs from scratch and made forms and all that. So that's my main function. But uh, like it's like my job description says, laboratory support specialist. And that's what I do. I support anything, everything. doesn't matter what it is. It's like uh, one time I got a text from Delia. Eddie, can you go check out the big zebra printer down in the NAT area? Somebody told her that it couldn't be fixed. She was going to have to get a new one. So I go down to the lab, look at it. Hmm. One, two and a half minute YouTube video later, printer's up and running fine. <laughs> but anything and everything, I, I mean, yeah. And, and, you know, how do you wind up in a position like this? You've done a, a variety of jobs around here, okay. right? Well, I started off in the processing lab as a tech, running PRISM, Commanders, and I ran NEO for a very short time before I was transferred to the micro lab. That's back when Gary Britton was here. He asked me to transfer to micro. So I agreed and I went to micro. And then I guess I was in micro probably about seven years. And then I applied for a job with Nate Lawrence up in business integration. And so I moved up there in 2015. And then I guess it was a couple or three years later, they were having the cutbacks and... Uh, so they did away with the business integration department and this job was available. So I applied for this job and I got it. And that's how I wound up with this job. And, and you know, the kind of experiences you've had through the years really help when you do things that are very fundamental, like writing SOPs, right? Well, uh, I really like writing. I like writing the SOPs. I mean, you know, they're not always easy. They're not always one plus one is two. It's like, if then that whatever but uh i like it because for me it's kind of a challenge but it's like once i get the first word the first few sentences the first paragraph it's like then i can just like you know put it all together i like that another thing i like about my job is i'm not stuck at the computer all day every day i get to do other things like go work on the printers or uh even helping other people, not just limited to my department, but like there's things that involve my department with other departments like biomed. I got a text from Andy. Hey, 
hey, Ed, this cooler needs to be cleaned out. You know, we're taking it over. We had stuff in it. So, sure, I clean the cooler out so they can do what they want. I get a text from, well, I get text from people all the time. Eddie, do you have a minute? And I'll go down and I'll, like people who were doing SOPs for different departments, and I'll help them with that. Or I got one yesterday from somebody, Eddie, can you come over here for a second? And I went over there and it's like, man, I can't find, man, I can't find this SOP in master control. Help me find it. I mean, you know, anything and everything, but anything to help keep everything moving, David. That's, that's what it's all about. We got to keep going. And, and is it ever, you ever tempted like this just to turn your phone off? No. <laughs> Doesn't bother me at all. Doesn't bother you at all? Not a bit. I'm, uh, I hear people, I'm going on vacation next week. Don't text me. Don't email me. Don't call me. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going on vacation next week. If you need something, call me, text me. I don't care. I'm, doesn't bother me at all. But you, most places you go, the phone will work, right? Yes. Well, yes. Now, sometimes I'm out in the middle of a lake somewhere, or if I go down south to the Nueces River, it may not work for a short period of time. But I'm not going to stay out there like daylight to dark. I will be back in and get a phone and get a phone reception at some point and I'll, you know, and I'll answer. All right. So there are rumors that you're trying to retire. Yes. I am actually basically semi-retired. Uh, I have, I'm going to retire whenever I get, whenever they hire my replacement and I get them trained, then I'll be retired. So I'm, yeah, so I'm like semi-retired. So, so it's 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 basically because you feel like this is such a specialized job that you're going to have to show somebody the ropes, right? Uh, absolutely going to have to show somebody the ropes because there's really nobody else that does what I do. I mean, I, I don't have backup. I don't back up anybody else. I mean, it's just it's just pretty much me. And I told I told Vanessa I told Vanessa I was look anybody can do this. She laughed. She says there ain't no way, Eddie. She says, there's nobody out there that I can send a text to and say, hey, I need this done. And it actually gets done without them asking me 50,000 questions. So I'm just kind of like that. Yeah, well, I don't think it's that bad. But This is this is something that, you know, this kind of attitude to do anything that needs to be done sounds like it's something that sort of came from growing up. Well, I, I grew up and uh, I grew up in a very strict household. And... Uh, I can't stand being late. Me, mm -mm. I will not be late unless it's some kind of an emergency. And uh, definitely, if you do something, you're going to do it right the first time. I mean, it's just the way I was raised. That that was that was my mom and dad. You know, I mean, we had peach trees growing up. Had a little small peach orchard. And I mean, if we had to can peaches, which my sisters would do the cooking, me and my brother would do the cleaning. And once we cleaned them big old pots, I mean, if there was even a speck left in there, you're going to clean them pots and a bunch of other stuff. So, yeah. So you got you got that, that ethic very early on. Very, very early. So, uh, so what's going to happen once you do finally retire? What are you going to do? Well, I have three grandchildren that, I, that I'm planning on spending more time with. I have one one very very special granddaughter. My first grand my first grandchild was a granddaughter, and uh, she's twelve years old. But she's very special because she was born on my birthday. So, but then I have two grandsons, one six and one three, and need to spend some time with them. And of course, fishing. You know, I do I do like to do a lot of fishing. So I'll be getting more fishing time in, 
was like we was talking earlier though. I used to play golf, but haven't played golf in a long time. I just I'd rather just go fishing just to play golf. Less frustrations, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And cheaper too. Probably. probably cheaper. Probably cheaper. You know, I do want to finish up with uh you know, I get a lot of credit for doing a lot of things. I'm sure you've heard. But it's not just me. I do so many things, but I'm only successful because of my coworkers. They're freaking awesome to work with, always ready and willing to help. I mean, I really need them. And then my bosses are great. I mean, they they provide me with what I need to do what I need to do to get things done. They're just they're just great to work with. And you can ask anybody and they'll confirm what I'm about to tell you. I love working here. I love my coworkers and I love my bosses. Well, that's just fantastic. It's good to hear. Thanks for coming by. We appreciate you. All right. Executive producers of Hearts of Fire, Adrian Mendoza and Jay Pajinski. The producer is Heather Hughes. Our director is Angelica Sandoval with technical assistance from Matthew Flores. Hearts of Fire logo was designed by Roberto Esquivel. If you have an idea, suggestion, comment, uh, suggestion for a guest, want to be a guest on Hearts of Fire, please feel free to email us at heartsoffire at Thanks for joining us.